It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And welcome to the new year, 2023. Woo! Air horns <laughs> and everything, confetti, whatever your phone does when you say Happy New Year. Um, this week, we're giving our long-awaited thoughts on Avatar, The Way of Water. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, just so everyone knows what that is. We have we time codes if you're new to the show. The new DCU sorts out the rumors and truth. And this was really the hot stuff when we weren't recording that first week because we were of our holiday travel. So I'm like, ooh, <laughs> yes. ready to talk about this. Across the Spider-Verse literally shows off every Spider-Man variant ever made in the comic books or video games uh, in that trailer. And more. Yes, welcome to the new year. <clears throat> I feel like 2023 seems like a maybe it's like a bit of a sleeper year, right? You know, at least here in the United States, it's like an off election yep. year. So at least we know we won't get inundated with uh, any sort of like psychotic politicians, hopefully, yeah, yeah, that well. much <laughs> during this year. Um, it's also, it's like it's that kind of weirdness of just being in an odd numbered year, too. You know, just different voodoo going on there. Uh, I think film release wise, there's nothing nothing as far as I can see that's huge and gigantic this year. Like, there's no Star Wars on the slate for this no. year, film-wise. No, you know, we nothing, just wrapped up Avatar, you know? Well, like like you said, I don't think there's any sleeper, you know... Uh, it's about standard year in terms of releases, right? We know the Marvels. We know the the few DC ones they've been threatening with for years. And, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the streaming stuff. Streaming stuff is interesting because it can always turn around pretty quickly. But, yeah, film-wise, I, I feel... You know, hopefully there's some surprises. I feel the other thing is um, a lot of movies I've seen lately, they're releasing the trailers about three months um, before it releases. Uh, we, we have a, a movie in here called 65, right? Like, I'd never heard of this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then the next thing, we got a trailer. It's coming in March. I'm like, oh, okay then. Um, they're, yeah. they're, turn, they're turning and burning some of this stuff out for us, so... Yeah, this is a good uh, this is a good uh, pitch right now for our upcoming release page on our website at superheroslate.com. I'm looking at it right now to see what's coming up in 2023. I mean, a lot of big question marks on here, right? The biggest one for me uh, you have here uh, highlighted in red. The only yeah. one in red. I'm not even sure if that's supposed to be an omen or not, but that's the <laughs> Flash coming yes. out. I mean, huge question marks around that one. Obviously, there's movies we're looking forward to, right? Like, we all want Spider-Verse to do amazing. We're going to talk about that trailer here in a little bit. Big speculations on if somebody's going to die in this kind of, like, last mm-hmm. chapter of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, but yet, nothing, like, huge and monumental. I was watching Avatar just the other day, and I got to see the trailer for Quantum Mania, and I was like, wait, when does that come come out again? Yep. And it said February, like, I think 17th. 17th yeah. So it's like, man, that's like six weeks away. I should be buying my tickets here soon. Yep. So, well, yeah, well, we, we have that We have that in our, our notes today as something about that. So that, that that's a good thing that you remember that, because I feel we've only seen, we had the leaked trailer from San Diego, right, that we saw, uh, the real trailer, and then this has kind of been like, uh, I don't know, like maybe radio silent, or they've been, you know, they're like, we can't really compete with Avatar news, so we're just going to wait until 
until that's out of the way. A yeah, bit. I have some um, <laughs> some random funny insider uh, thoughts on Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp Quantumania when we get to that topic. Okay. So stick around awesome. for that. Yeah. You'll see a very credible, very um, air quotes here, credible uh, source for opinions on that movie. But yeah, it's 2023. Uh, Chris and I, surprisingly, just like every year, uh, got to see each other during the yes. holidays. So Chris, I feel like I have a now I can like you know as the as the weeks and episodes roll on the face that I put with your voice slowly yeah. starts to fade away <laughs> off into yeah. a fog and then by the time like November comes around I'm like I don't even know if this person uh, is a person anymore I am and a so bot was, I'm, a, yes. I'm a chat GPT voice right now yes it was nice seeing you in person yeah, of course. Uh, Chris, the first thing he asked me when we were setting this up, he's like, "Oh, should I bring my Steam Deck?" Yeah, it's like, well, might as well go all in if we're if we're gonna yeah. be seeing. So well, that the Steam Deck, the Steam Deck was fun. Those little, I never had a chance to touch those kind of like Valve, like touchpad joysticky things. Yeah. So I thought the haptic feedback on those were pretty cool. And then, of course, in classical Chris fashion, you. Uh, did like the homebrew options on there, mm-hmm. like yep. pulling up Linux windows, trying to get like this, this yep. uh, Lego Harry Potter and like well, that, like that, switch games to run. Well, we, Lego fun. Harry Potter is native, but yeah, we were, we played Mario Kart for a while. Uh, mm. What's what's cool about like, and, and I'm, I just, I literally just took my sweatshirt off. We, we always meet usually, not always, we try to meet at a restaurant called Yats, which is, I believe regionalized kind of the Midwest, right? It's a, it's a, it's a yeah, Cajun. Ca- Cajun Creole, I would almost yeah. say like fast casual kind yeah. of in a setting. Only really find these in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, they 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 keep trying to expand, but the stores keep closing. So I don't understand yeah. if like people just outside of the region don't understand like the quirkiness of as the employees would describe it, slop on top yep. of rice. Yeah. And it's a very accurate description and it tastes delicious. Yeah. So if you ever find yourself in the Indianapolis region, uh, yeah. Look up yats. Y a t s. It's stay it's, backwards, and, yes. which is which is funny. But I, we we both got yats sweatshirts or, or jackets because they were a steal. They were fifteen dollars for a zip up hoodie. We were like, we can't. yeah, they're big. Yeah, that's like that's like Walmart prices. <laughs> yeah, and and they're really comfortable. But um, you know the the thing uh, you know we, we always eat at yats. So every time we meet there, we're like we always. Most people come and go, right? They eat and leave. We're there for like two to three hours sitting at this mm-hmm. restaurant, um, enough to where like. You know the the people up front are like making chit chat with us when we're buying buying their merch, but uh, but yeah, so so we we, we sat and had a good time and it was fun and um, you know uh, exchanged some holiday presents. Mike made it home with every almost every Mountain Dew released this year uh, was what we found out based on yeah. On Chris uh, Chris is in Mountain Dew country. Yep. He was collecting them diligently for over the years, and I was surprised yep. they got back. I had to like triple wrap those things, yep. and I prayed as I put them in my luggage. And you know yep. you know what they do to luggage at airports. They're chucking those things around i was like it is going to be catastrophic inside of my luggage <laughs> one, of, one of those one goes, of these explodes yeah. uh so i'm glad that they yeah. didn't so i'll be chilling those and drinking those over the year yeah. uh but a uh, major topic of conversation uh, at the table when we were eating our delicious cajun creole was uh your trip to disney world yes. at the end of the year here yes so the reason we took off uh, two weeks uh, one was my was traveling the other one was literally uh, Christmas Day, and um, you know that's when when you guys were traveling. So uh, we went to Disney World for uh, four days, and uh, for the first time ever, we did our park hopper passes. And, and you're familiar with the concept, right? Um, mm-hmm. You can start at a designated park, and after two o'clock, you can go to any of them you want. Uh, what some highlights I just want to call about uh, Disney World this year was my first time to go to Galaxy's Edge to visit Batu 
and I was able to build my own lightsaber. Mike, you know this. Everyone on the show knows this. I did not get the black <laughs> crystals. However, the people there were kind enough to tell me they've been sold out of the kind that had the chance of black for like two weeks. So, mm. um, you know, give me a reason to go back and build some more. Uh, but you know, I, I did get it back. I did mail it back, and it did arrive again. I, I tried to show you the other day, Mike, but you just didn't respond to my. my I was my in the airport. I, I know. So. I'm just messing with you. Um, so lightsaber, whole really, really awesome experience. Um, I'm a big Muppet fan, so I was disappointed that they have the Muppet gift shop closed. However, this was the first time I've been, uh, you know, in ten years where Pizza Rizzo was open. So we gotta gotta do Pizza Rizzo. Um, the Ratatouille ride was really fun and interesting if you get a chance to do that. And um, I, I don't think they have these out in California. Do they have the, the, the Skyliners uh, out there or no? Skyliners. So, Describe to me what this is. The, essentially, if you, like if you went skiing in the Alps, you get in those little pods that go up like the, the rope. Oh, all the way up the yeah, yeah, yeah. So they like have a little those, gondola. Yeah, yeah. They call them the Disney Skyliners. But they're, yeah, they're essentially gondolas. They have those to get around the parks now that you can just hop on and literally ride around to um that that have them so i was like it was very fun to ride in those uh very efficient transportation there so i i did i did i did want to give a shout out to that um it was cold and rainy which was awesome because it, when it's raining in the park and people are there locally they just don't go or they they like find indoor things to do like right stay at your hotel so we mm-hmm. had a lot of empty park uh for for the year so that was that was a really, really good time. So, I, I, you know, if anyone has any questions about Disney World, wants to get into it, uh, do let me know. I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It was just really fun. I had a, had a really good time. Um, and I, I will say it has prepared me for my upcoming conventions this year because uh, what I learned is you don't just go into walking and standing, walking around parks and standing in lines. Like, you don't just go in cold turkey, right? You have to actually build up a little resistance in your feet for it so uh, i'm gonna do like like a week or two weeks before these i'm gonna start like just like going on long walks on like very hard <laughs> concrete so i can like build up a little uh um you know resistance to that but yeah anyway for that um mike you 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 guys travel for christmas any anything you want to bring up about that i know you got a um you didn't get a lego set i got a lego set your wife got a lego set no, you got Legos, didn't you? Do you use the, the GoPro? Yeah, I got a, I got a Mando's a Naboo uh, yeah. Cruiser. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've made a revelation about myself uh, somewhat recently when it comes to Legos. I've always been a Lego kid. Grew up with Legos. And when I was a kid, I always dreamed of, like, you know, those gigantic Lego sets, hundreds of dollars, you know, so gigantic. If I built it big enough, I might even be, might even be able to get inside of it, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but now, like, as my fingers age and the wrinkles and the gray hairs start to grow in, I'm like, these hurt my fingers. So now I like this set. Now I'm, like, looking specifically for sets that are fun to build and I can kind of get done in one sitting right Mm -hmm. the the bigger they get the more it just becomes like a daunting chore just to get it done so yeah the the Mando uh, Naboo little cruiser was a a nice little session to put together so I'd recommend that set it was fun uh, but yeah, it was, a it was a busy, busy holiday. Uh, so busy that the new year just snuck up on me. Right. I feel like I haven't yeah. had a whole lot of time to like reflect on the year of 2022 or yeah. what's coming in 2023. But if anyone's a subscriber and listens to our podcast, you know, we constantly do that every week. Yeah. We, uh, look forward to what's coming in the year. We talk about what's been in the past, but 
I did make a tweet where I kind of looked back on like four highlights of 2022, which I liked. And obviously, uh, number one was going to be from Severance, the season finale. So if you still have not watched Severance yet, you got to hop on that train. Hopefully a new season's coming this year. I know it's been renewed. I don't know exactly when it's going to come. So look out for uh, more Severance coming soon. Uh, and then the little uh, the little limited series that Apple did as well, because we, as we all know, Apple TV is now the new HBO. That's where you get all your like niche uh, good drama. So uh, Blackbird over there was great with Paul Walter Hauser, one of my new favorite actors. Even though he's been around for a while, but now he's like a household name in our house. Mm-hmm. So I love that guy. Um, then third up was I was just trying to think like something just Stranger Things in general. Like I was trying to pull out a specific moment, but I would think just like I just love this Stranger Things four. I love that it came out in like two different chunks. Right. And then like it was just it was just exciting. Yeah. Like we got a well, big lore dump reveal yeah, and there was like that, satisfying moments where all of these things were like happening like simultaneously. Yeah, you know? I, I, I agree. I think, you know, Stranger Things for me, I'm not I'm not like super obsessed, but I think the uh the the way they presented the new the, like an actual villain with like a face right rather than just a, like a mindless creature uh, was really really interesting and um, you know the the information about that character as well I thought was fantastic yeah. Uh, overall yeah. yeah and to bring it back around to the podcast um, maybe not my single favorite Marvel thing of the year but my favorite Marvel moment was definitely the the zombie Doctor Strange, the mm-hmm. Necro Strange, whatever his official uh, terminology is, the moment when he gets that demon cape and the demons are eating Wanda's magic. Like, that just, like, moment right there is, like, this is yeah. great. Even, like, some people have very valid criticisms of that movie, but that moment is just so cool. Yeah. And you're not really going to get that type of visual and, um, like, <laughs> just... Uh, awesome action moment uh, from a director other than Sam Raimi. So yeah. yeah, I think those were kind of my top four moments of 2022. And I'm not putting you on the spot, Chris. You can kind of oh yeah, you know, no, let us <laughs> let us know. But I, yeah, this is a long winded way of saying yeah. uh, we've been gone for two weeks. We got a lot of uh, I would say drama to catch up yeah. on in the news, and yeah. then we'll uh, and, we'll see what 2023 has for us. Yeah, and I will just start. You know, um, I'll think about my tops and maybe come back with it next week. I, mm-hmm. We've got um, you know we are. Um, going to be doing an Avatar The Way of Water uh, review episode separate than this show uh, but we're recording it later so um, you guys will get to to listen to that if you're subscribed uh, but yeah I'm going to need some time to think about it uh, as well, as well. <laughs> um, but I think that the biggest thing here and I put it at the top because I really have a bullet point when this started coming out is that you know if you have favorite shows on HBO Max um, watch them uh, as much as you can because you never know when they're going to disappear uh, I, the biggest news that came out of you know this was um, you know the one of the biggest shows on HBO right Westworld uh, an HBO original has been removed from HBO Max um, mm-hmm. so if you enjoy these shows watch them as much as you can I believe I, I even had the first season of, of, of Westworld on Blu-ray so you know there is you know these things will probably find new homes on different streaming services uh, later is, is what we've kind of heard but like you just never know what they're gonna take off of there right now like HBO is mm-hmm. such like a um, a West world, a wild West world, if you will, of like <laughs> that guy, the, 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 the heads are just like, yeah, just take, just take it down. We don't care. You want to watch it too bad. It doesn't exist anywhere anymore. So, um, yeah, this is kind of a little, little PSA at the start of the show. And that's going to get us into our first topic, Mike, let's get into this, right? You ready? Um, is that, 
there was a court case uh, about trailers misleading viewers, and mm -hmm. it was um, uh, the, I guess, the plaintiffs, right? It is a, the, the people who brought the case up won this um, for false advertising on movies uh, for the movie trailers. So the whole point of this came out was there's a movie called Yesterday, right, where the um, one guy is the only person in the world who remembers the Beatles. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Anna, actress Anna de Armas was in the um, trailers. And then when you go and watch the movie, she's not in there because they cut all of her scenes out. So these um, weirdos uh, who are obsessed with Anna de Armas apparently <laughs> only watching Yesterday for her, um, even though they filmed the whole movie without her in it, uh, literally uh, have, have sued the company and said, you have misled us. We went and saw this to see her, and she wasn't in there. So now we created this class action lawsuit and so on and I so forth. I think this is, like, so funny because you gotta you got to watch out for those thirsty uh, fanboys and fangirls yes. out there. They right? really they love the, Blonde. Like, they, they must have really the, loved it. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because uh, I feel like Anna de... Uh, is it Armas or Arms? I never know how to say her last Armas. name exactly. Uh, but I feel like she's rose to fame somewhat just recently, at least in my mind, right? Like back when yesterday came out, I didn't think she was much of a household name. So I don't even really mm -hmm. recall the, I re remember the movie, but I don't really recall yeah. the trailers or her, uh, in any given way. But, um, at the, at the same time, I don't really feel too bad for anybody on either side of this, right? I, I could look at it in two different ways. One is just like things happen in movies, right? You know, yeah. marketing departments are different than the production departments, right? They they grab the footage that they're given to cut a trailer and then they put it out there. Maybe in some circumstances, they don't know, right? Uh, an actor or character is going to get cut, you know. Mm -hmm. That sometime is unknowable, right? So I could see that being an issue. But also, I look at it at the other end where it's like, oh, I could totally see like some sort of like shady like Sony business, like with yeah. a Marvel or Spider-Man movie going on here, where it's just like you could see an executive just like, I just need to sell tickets. Well, I don't care if they're not in the movie. Put it in the yeah. trailer. I don't care. And I'm not saying that's necessarily happening, but I could definitely imagine a future I, where it happens. I well, I would say Morbius. <clears throat> is actually what I was thinking of is a is an example of how this would work because everyone was promised um, well, Adrian Toomes right what's his name uh, the actor uh, Michael Keaton in this movie. they used him in the trailer scenes that never mm -hmm. made the movie and then you watch the whole movie and he's not there until the post credit scene like um, for for people who aren't in the know and you know thought Morbius looked like a good movie and oh my gosh we get to see the Spider Man stuff carry over they just they just don't know there are people out there that's probably really disappointing uh overall now is that enough to sue the movie theater over mm, I, I the movie company not the theater uh, I, I probably i mean i don't know that's 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 a that's a gray area but like you know this the biggest ones that came up when this obviously came out was like marvel obviously obfuscates some of their stuff in their trailers right like we mm -hmm. see um unedited shots or altered shots the uh you know in 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 infinity war the hulk is not even in the movie except for like at the beginning right uh, and then there's a shot at the end where they're running through the forest and the Hulk is in there, right, with everybody, right, that never made it into the final movie, uh, despite it being in the trailer. So, you know, I think that's a fun shot to promote the movie, but I, you know, I, I wasn't upset that it wasn't in the final film. I was more, I'd rather be more surprised um, by them, you know, leaning one way and the movie being something else rather than, 
you know, this situation where like, hey, you're promised an actor and they're not even in the movie. Like we shot a yeah, whole trailer I, with Robert Downey Jr. and he didn't even show up in the movie. I, I wonder if theoretically you could sue for the reverse, right? The inclusion of something. Like we all remember the yep. first kind of Captain America Civil War trailers, right? And like Spider-Man was like, you know, I, would, I don't want to say digitally removed. He wasn't digitally added yet, mm-hmm. right? His uh, The visual effects was still working on and they didn't want to announce him just yet. So let's imagine a really crazy world right where somebody loves the mcu but hates spider-man right and they go to the movie like hey spider-man's not supposed to be in this movie i watched the Mm -hmm. trailer or could you argue that like as the as new trailers release right you know maybe it's only illegal once the tickets are on sale and the trailers Mm -hmm. are promoting to go buy the tickets right because if you're just hyping up the movie you're technically not selling anything just yeah because more just kind of like marketing they have made you know. trailers without any footage ever right like complete cg trailers or like we shot this scene just for the trailer kind of thing uh, i believe the newest shazam um movie shazam 2 um it, there's a line where he's like i just do a, a freaking car at a um at a dragon. dragon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the director's like that line's not going to be in the movie. Like we 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 know we cut it out already. Like it, it was it didn't fit in. So I I don't think, you know, adding things in like, you know, I don't know, f- false false advertising is not where I would put this, right? It's not like you were promised a movie and you walked in and you got a stage play or yeah. you you walked in and they they don't show you a movie at all. They're like, "Oh, you yeah. actually yeah." So like false advertising is I don't think where this lives, but Boy, people are really just um, upset about Anna Darmus, man. I guess I don't know. They really must <laughs> like the first Knives Out. Um, but the other thing is with this being a, a you know court case, obviously it can be overturned, right? I, you know, people will appe- the, the the companies will appeal. There will be things. You know, this could be overturned and like no, actually, you like you said, they we weren't promising tickets. This was very early on. Um, things change, obviously, right? And uh, you know, we we, we we're, we're going to strike it from the record. So it can go either way. I, To me, I think, I, I agree, I don't like the idea of, like, you know, nefariously putting things in there. Where it's like, yeah, this actor, like I said, Michael Keaton's in this movie a lot, and then he's not in it until the post credit scene. Um, versus, again, like I said, uh, the Avengers, where they literally will edit somebody out or, or put in an unfinished cut. So, like, you're not spoiled by a reveal later in the movie down the road. So... Yeah. Anything else on that one? We good? It yeah, sucks. It sucks all around. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know if this uh, if this ever yeah. pops back up again. That's right. Okay, so let's talk about Sony in a good light. How about this? We we don't get a lot of good Sony news, so let's 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 go with this one here, and that is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. We got our first trailer, a real trailer, not just like a teaser of Miles and and, and Spider Gwen, uh, for this movie, and boy, as do they like give you every Spider-Man known to man in this in this trailer, Mike? Like this is a quite the who's who, the the freeze frames, the points of of what's what's going on here. But I do the like I loved seeing the animation style. I love seeing Miles. I love seeing everything about this. Right, like it feels comforting to go back into this world a little bit. Yeah, the second I saw this trailer, I was like, oh, the blogs. The blogs are going to love this trailer because you can basically write an article, you know, mm. about every frame from this trailer because there's so many different things to look at. Um, I mean, my favorite kind of uh, spider 
alternates were always like the goofy looking ones in the background. Like there's one that looks like a security guard, right? Spider cow. Yes. Of, yeah. I like the, I like the ones that are like differently shaped, right? You know, like the bigger, bulkier ones or like the shorter ones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, there's, there's really not a whole lot of story yet to take out of this, right? right. I'm still waiting to see what the story is. Obviously Gwen, you know, is pulling, uh, Peter kind of into this, um, this rift, if you will. But if you remember the first film, the kind of um, the infraction point was, you know, Kingpin trying yep. to get his family back. So, you know, are we anticipating a classic kind of Spider-Man well, villain so at, at the middle of all this? We do know the spot is the villain from previous reports. Um, and when they were doing this, so he's the guy like he can like create a spot and you punch through it. And it goes out like the other hole on him somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how how does that time this? I agree. We don't have a show. But why is Spider-Man... Why are all these Spider-Men eventually chasing Miles at some point? Like, who has made him the bad guy in this movie? Or what has he done? Did he did he knock over, uh, you know, someone's marbles and they spilled everywhere and they got to go get him? I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of questions about why they're all chasing him. But boy, um, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of Spider-Men to look at in here. And Spider-Women. Yeah. Yeah, it's got it's got everything going on that we loved in the first one. So now we just we eagerly we eagerly just wait and anticipate. Yeah. Uh, like I've said before, I'm hoping now that this movie's got enough uh, uh, good vibes and karma behind it that it just makes a ton of money at the box office. I just want this to be a big, big, big success because mm-hmm. uh, I'd I'd love to see it um, uh, animated. Yeah. I'd love to see more. Like it's weird. It's when we first talked about this movie, it was so we were like, why does this need to happen? This is so weird. But we weren't yeah. expecting this unconventional kind of like take at the story and design. Yeah. So man, if we can get more of that moving forward, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, uh, people always like, Oh, I miss that animated Spider-Man movie. Should I watch it? I'm like, yes, yeah, absolutely. You should watch it. It's a good time. And, uh, you know, like you said, a lot of people do skip out on the animation cause they think it's a, uh, you know, for kids. Uh, and, and I feel this is very grown up, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty thrilled to see this. This comes out in June. Um, one of the other things I did jot down here, um, is that that you can see the uh, PS4 Spider-Man guy in here? Um, oh if yeah, you play yeah, the game, yeah. He's mm-hmm. in there. So everyone was like, "Oh, there he is." I'm like, "Yep, yep, we saw him." And the other thing here, we have a, tw- uh, a tweet from Sony Pictures Animation showing off concept art um, for the characters, including uh, Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, um, Spider-Man India, Spider Punk, uh, voiced by Daniel Kaluuya, and uh, Mayday, Peter B. Parker, Mary Jane's baby. And I believe Peter B. Parker was the character in the first Spider-Man, right? Um, uh, yeah, the the, the Jake the Jake Johnson schlubby yeah. Spider Man. Yes, who we do see for a moment in this trailer. So um, this is really cool. Um, you know, uh, uh, I love seeing the different Spider Mans. I've, I've seen them, in, you know, again in video games and comic books for a long time. But this this looks great, and it really shows on this concept art how they're leaning into different art styles, right? For for every every different Spider Man. Um, I think it'd be fun to work on, work on this, seeing, seeing the team together come come and create this together. So um, check out that trailer and that concept are in our show notes. All right, Mike, uh, this is where we're going to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You have something, put a pin in it real fast. Okay. Um, because this is hot news. Uh, just wrote this down right before we started. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is the first superhero movie of this year, coming out February 17th. However, the next trailer will be Monday, January 9th during the college... Uh, football tournament championship uh, on ESPN. So next yeah. Monday, uh, a week from tomorrow, 
uh, will be the next uh, trailer. And by that, January 9th is a little over a month beforehand. I'm guessing tickets are going on sale with that trailer. Um, yeah, that would make the most sense. Wholeheartedly. Really, yeah. yeah. So um, be be ready for that and some other reveals. Uh, but go ahead. What, what's your what's your insider knowledge on? Yes, uh, insider knowledge in quotes. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. My wife and I recently uh, got lunch at the brand new Margaritaville at Universal City Walk here in uh, Universal City, Los Angeles, and our our, our waiter. Uh, was uh, very chatty with us, you know, and he was just like, oh, yeah, my, my wife had a chance to see an early screening of Ant-Man Quantumania. Mm-hmm. We're just like, okay, we didn't ask you, uh, but thanks for letting us know. And so I was like, oh, did she like it? What'd she think about it? And he was just kind of like, meh. She has yeah. the same opinion that I do about the Ant-Man movies. They're just okay, and she had the same feeling about this one. So I, I don't know what we can take from this random waiter's wife at the Margaritaville, yeah. but uh, that's an early report <laughs> that they just thought it was okay. I don't know how early they saw it. Obviously, it's a test screening. Right. Uh, you know, were and, visuals and- complete? Is their story complete? I don't know, but this is just... Uh, maybe this is what we can glean from this is that the Ant-Man series is just going to be consistent Yeah. <laughs> because they say that they feel similar to the other two. So that's well, all I can give you, but not yeah. surprising since it's all from the same director, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Peyton, Peyton Reed coming through with all three Ant-Mans, but I also say uh, the people who are getting selected to early watch these movies probably don't know as much as we do or have the investment in them, right? That we do like, they're probably like, who's this Kang person and why are we meeting them for the first time? But yet we know, we know what Kang's up to, what he's doing. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's funny. I'm going to be, um, when, when, when that comes down, we thinking about that. I'm like, huh, I wonder, I wonder what they <laughs> wonder were watching. What that waiter's wife thought about yeah. this part of the movie. But yeah. 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 Fun little look nice. at what's coming. Very fun. Very fun. Uh, we're going to jump into, um, this is my favorite part of the show right here, and you, you, you can see why already, Mike. You you see the notes. <laughs> you know I'm about to be excited. So the Thunderbolts movie, right? Uh, the one after Captain America, New World Order, uh, which is introducing Harrison Ford as General Thunderbolt Ross and probably the Red Hulk. Marvel Studios is looking to have the Sentry be the villain for the Thunderbolts movie, Mike. Ooh, Chris oh, yeah. over there salivating. Mm. What, so how do the top two rankings work for you between the Sentry and Black Bolt? The Sentry is number kind one. Of like, okay. Yeah, but like, so the Sentry is number one. However, like, he was like very, very overly used in the comic books for a while, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, you know... A, the, the new Avengers and he was a part of that and the Dark Avengers. Black Bolt, uh, you know, came and came and went. He's had his on screen appearances, right? Like we've seen mm-hmm. we've seen the T V show that was awful. We saw his pretty pretty cool moments in actual Doctor Strange last year, right? Uh, a big highlight for me. But Sentry's number one. I actually have a stat I don't collect statues. I have a statue of the Sentry in my house. So um, very fun. But um, Boss Logic, his last post for twenty twenty two was this um, Henry Cavill as uh, the Sentry uh, for the Thunderbolts, like a quick sketch he said he did. So um, I never thought we'd live in a in a world where like one of the biggest like concept artists is doing Sentry concept art like for <laughs> for the public and people are seeing this character. Um, I'm just really really um, excited. Um, 
But the biggest news after this is they're also planning a solo movie revolving around the Sentry from the same report. This trusted this trusted source, for, I, I did double check to make sure it wasn't like one of those like, we got this covered or bleeding cool articles. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is actually like a real a legitimate source who's been reliable in the past. And that doesn't mean they're reliable in the future, but you know, you know, movies should change. But this would be just like... I would know what to do with myself if we had a century-based movie like, uh, for this. Like, I, I, I mean, wouldn't it, know what to do. It does kind of make sense, right, from a... You know, I know Thunderbolts are not the Suicide Squad, but let's just envision them as, like, a storytelling device that the Suicide Squad yeah. has done in the past, right? You send them out on a task, right, that's a little dirtier, a little messier, you know, a little bit more gray lines in there than a normal hero can deal with. And I feel like the Sentry is, like, a pretty good target, right? Yeah. You have you have a character who has the ability, right, to be a, a good guy, right? But will fall to uh, a mental illness or some sort of like fracture that will, yep. you know, send them uh, down the wrong path. And, you know, you got to bring in the, the goon squad here to like correct them and set well, them right. Um, yeah. But I'm curious if it'll be like, will this be an origin to the sentry? Will the sentry so, yeah. have been out there operating? So uh, that, uh, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me since the character is so big and powerful. It'd be kind of so, hard to obfuscate his presence let me let me um let me give you a little insight to his origin um Mm -hmm. he actually got the powers on accident because in in one version he is a um he's essentially a druggie so he breaks into this lab to like get chemicals to make drugs right and Mm -hmm. he ends up taking an experimental super soldier serum um instead of drugs and injects it into himself giving him the powers accidentally so by having this person in the com- it doesn't have to be you know again one for one is the comic books they they don't usually do that very often, um, having a an, an accidentally like very very strong super soldier serum created person being you know trying to be taken down by the Thunderbolts who all have super soldier like connections right when you look at that roster this makes a lot of sense at, at the mm-hmm. like like they all have the same super soldier origins like oh we can only send like these other people who have the serum in their body to go do this so i think to me that that's a smarter way to do it than to be like like hey we have the sentry who's essentially the analog to superman uh but also is also the most evil person in the world as well at the same time when when you know his the dark side the void takes over so uh i I think that's a smarter way to do it if i'm gonna be you know transparent with with you know someone who, who who loves the character very much so um so I think I think I think that's one way to do it. On the flip side of this, in the Thunderbolts, the uh, fictional metal of adamantium will also be introduced using Tiamat, Tiamat's remains on Earth. Do you remember who Tiamat is? <laughs> and I know you can see the notes, but uh, oh yeah, I can see it here from the what yeah. what celestial is this? The celestial that's, that's in the Earth? Yes. So like the celestial that that was turned to stone in in the water, they will. Um, Apparently the governments are, are, are finding out that the the stuff he's made out of is very like powerful, like vibranium level powerful, right? So that's where adamantium comes from, who, which is the source of Wolverine's claws uh, and his skeleton. So uh, it sounds like the U.S. government is also trying to, you know, get in there and and, and stake a claim on this um, celestial corpse to to, to get this you know, adamantium created. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to need somebody on this version of earth to like kind of get their stuff together. 
and yeah. uh, realize there's a lot of stuff on this planet that's going on, and maybe somebody needs to start cataloging it or tracking mm -hmm. it or keeping an eye on it. I don't know if that's going to end up being sword, but... Okay, so we got adamantium coming into the frame. We got a new deposit of vibranium that's underwater. Uh, what else we got going on? We got super we got super powered people coming in the woodwork with no explanations of mm -hmm. origins. We got like a guy that's turned into like a bull in some sort of random lab experiment. Yep. Uh, we got Mister Mister Immortal. We don't know anything about him, yep. and he's out there running around. So uh, do we need well, like a new this, season of Agents of Shield or something? Well, it's, it, well, we, well, we we know from Miss Marvel and, and and I believe also the Department of Damage Control right is the new quote unquote shield of this, but. Um, yeah, I, I would I would like a, a, a you know damage control. They talked about a damage control show. Remember, we talked about that years and years ago. We've been doing this is our ninth year doing this, folks. We we talked about this right before, and so we've covered a lot of this stuff. Probably rumors and and, and facts and stuff that's coming on. But I I think a damage control show would be great. Hopefully, you know, having Nick Fury back from Secret Invasion, well, he'd be like, what the hell happened while I was gone? Like, why are why are there like Minotaur people running around? What did I miss? <laughs> like while I was out, so. Um, I think it'd be fun, but, um, adamantium is, you know, again, this is the metal that, you know, most, most notoriously known for Wolverine, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, this is a possibly a slow burn introduction into, to X-Men uh, along the way. So I think that's cool, but you brought up a good point. Vibranium, another source of vibranium has been found, or at least maybe not found, but like notified to us, the viewers, uh, in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and that movie is coming to Disney Plus January 20th of this year in just um, you know 19 days. This was another hot news. I just got this right before we got on the show, Mike. So uh, that's really cool to get that confirmation. Also, this movie is the highest-grossing female-led superhero movie ever. Um, it has 800-something million dollars. It didn't get quite to the billion like the first one did, but 800-something million. So it puts it above Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel to, to get that award. So what you're saying is it sounds like we're going to be getting a third Black Panther movie. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think that was ever – even if it, like, made half a billion, I still think they'd, they'd do it. Like, yeah. We yeah, there was, there was reports out there that I saw uh, just recently. Who knows if they're true or just rumors or, you know, a little bit mm -hmm. of grain of salt with this, that originally this movie was going to focus around T'Challa – already knowing his son yes. and then they would go out into the bush and he would be teaching him how to uh i guess yeah. be a be a man in a way so yeah. uh maybe we could have some sort of version of that in the third one right and we know t'challa's son is alive and out there mm -hmm. so yeah maybe that could you know the, see what and, happens in the third one yeah and, and you know they also in that same thing they posited you know we can have multiple black panthers right they're like there's only a cultural reason we have one black panther um not not a scientific like make more heart-shaped herbs right now you can 3d print them have like a dozen black panthers i don't know so um you know they could have done that and yeah that's why i would like to see kind of them go down that route it's like having multiple multiple black panthers but you know um again if you've not had the chance to watch this movie um it'll be uh easily available on disney plus coming up um later this month i also didn't see this in imax so i'm excited to uh, get that Disney Plus IMAX enhanced version. Check that out. See what scenes were were done with that. Long way. Oh, also before I forget, I wanted I wanted to bring up you you, you mentioned this. Uh, there is rumored that Eternals two is moving forward uh, as well. Uh, I, I I don't have a, a source for it. I think it's like one of those things. But like we were talking about the Celestials and the Eternals. But like if I was going to posit the question to you, 
one, do you want to see the Earth side of the of the Eternals, or do you want to see the space side of the Eternals? If you were given a choice, uh, the, the answer is obvious here. Uh, being a new convert, I want to see the Harry Styles <laughs> okay. side okay. of the Eternals, and I want him to do the entire soundtrack. I want his next album oh, to boy. just be all scoring the Eternals. Uh, so, whose lap is he gonna spit on when that movie comes <laughs> out? Is my question. Yeah, and then we can get we can get uh, Patton Oswalt as his mm-hmm. buddy. Pip, uh, the troll. Yeah, yeah. There, that's what that's what I want. Lean heavily yeah. into Harry Styles. Yeah, I mean, I think you know they have a wasted opportunity with Camille Nanjiani, right? Like he's he's out there mm. doing nothing right now. Bring him back in. Let's let's get him in some of these cameos. We always see his name pop up, right? Um, his character's name Kingo, mm-hmm. in like backgrounds of shows. But I'm like, yeah, let's, let's actually get him in here. I think it'd be fun. Uh, let's go into the MCU on Disney Plus. Uh, we just talked about a little bit there, but. The, uh, there was a video that went up yesterday, and uh, by the time I got to it today, it was deleted uh, from, from Disney Plus England UK, uh, saying uh, that there are five shows from Disney Plus to release in 2023 from Marvel, including Secret Invasion, Loki Season 2, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, and Echo, which we do have those on the release schedule, as you saw earlier. Um, also, the, the movies will eventually land here, but that's neither here nor there. Um, however, they are saying that maybe only three of these will actually hit the streaming service in 2023. Um, I think the two they took off were Echo, and I believe the other was Agatha, Covenant of Chaos. Uh, another country, I think maybe Japan, only had three listed. Um, knowing that Secret Invasion is done, Loki's almost done, uh, and Ironheart has been filming more than Agatha. So I, I don't know, maybe they're trying to push echo back more to line up with the daredevil filming right um knowing that charlie cox is filming all this daredevil and that's coming later 18 episodes um and agatha i i I don't know much about agatha we just know it's filming right so well we do know disney has a new ceo uh Mm -hmm. there could be somebody new in charge of streaming now or at least when chapek was there streaming was like the number one priority right let's make the streaming network look as good and positive as possible so uh, maybe maybe they're like hey let's yeah. slow down for a second maybe mm. we don't need to release as many in this year uh yeah. Hopefully this is more of a quality over quantity type of situation. Yeah, I don't think delays are a bad thing, right? Like, I've never been, like, upset something was delayed. Um, and then, you know, like, oh, they, they did it. You know, they obviously delayed it because it's, it's bad quality. No, they're, like, they're working on it. The other thing well, I also, think... Also, I was just going to say, if the last three years have taught us anything, is it is very easy for things to be delayed and moved so i just don't internalize any of these dates until i'm like six months away from the release yeah yeah like even when they print the release i'm still skeptical right like remember Mm -hmm. when they were like secret wars is coming this in november and then like actually never mind we're pushing it back six months to to may um i think the other thing to to know in here that we did not have last year that popped up were literally two um, one shots, the, the special presentations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we knew they were filming the um, uh, what's the, the man thing, the uh, werewolf by night, uh, mm-hmm. but they didn't give us that until like what two weeks beforehand officially. So, you know, there's still an opportunity for these special presentations to pop up and, and get some release dates in here because um, those those seem to be filmed and turned around pretty quickly as well. So, keep, we'll keep you posted if anything comes out about that, but. You know, um, three three movies and three um, three shows from Marvel is still a lot of Marvel for a year. So like, mm-hmm. I think they I, I think they can pump the brakes a little bit and it will be all right. 
All right, so let's shift into gears. I believe this will take us most of the rest of the show. It's the DC Cinematic or DC Universe, not DC Cinematic Universe. DCCU. So it's DC Universe. This is now the the James Gunn, Peter Safran run DC Studios. Right. This is where they're making mm-hmm. the decisions um, and 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 either pissing people off or making them really happy. I don't know. But we had a lot before we left uh, our last episode. We had a lot of like. Um, maybe hearsay right like negativity you know wonder woman negativity um you know black adam the, so on and so the forth the best way to describe it it just felt like drama it yeah. felt like a reality show drama spats going on yeah. on social media people throwing yeah. out like just random well, conjecture it was it was fun watching it uh stream by yeah <laughs> well and i would say the the, the worst part about it was it was not, nothing seemed to be official right it was always just like reporters mm-hmm. and um hardcore vocal groups for those things on there. But now we have some official stuff and what we're going to call official, at least release statements from a lot of these things. So let's jump, jump into this. So the, the first is an insider report that the Snyderverse is dead and no actors will move forward from Zack Snyder's movies. Uh, Shazam yeah. probably has a chance because it wasn't a Zack Snyder movie, right? Um, mm-hmm. Standalone. Wonder Woman probably has a good opportunity if Gal Gadot wants to, to keep into it. Um, I think uh, Patty Jenkins is probably not going to do anything, but but she might. Yes, um, kill it, kill it all. I mean, uh, I feel like at this point in time, I would just be repeating myself from like the last time we talked about this. But if yep. you weren't around two weeks ago, uh, uh, if it's if, if it's broke, fix it. Yep. And you don't make these big moves at a studio to keep things the same, right? If you're going to bring on these two new people to helm Absolutely. the next decade of your film franchise why would you keep these random lingering things around like start fresh move move forward and this is this is great i'm applauding it and the other thing is um i I, the i believe i i'll take this back suicide squad and peacemaker have a chance of moving forward because james those Mm -hmm. are james gunn's properties uh in this so um yeah so if if that's the case so be it Uh, i'm i'm i want i'm excited to see what they're doing and and how they're going to handle this uh, the other note um, is that, and this is from, I believe, um, James Gunn himself, is Ben Affleck is in talks to direct a future DC film. Since he has been, um, you know, he will no longer be Batman. He wanted to direct his Batman movie. Um, you know, he, he's he's like a wishy-washy actor, director kind of thing right now. I don't know what he's been in. He's, he, he's loving Dunkin' Donuts. And being married <laughs> to Jennifer Lopez. I mean, he was but, he was hot he was hot there for a while. He yeah. made like three movies in a row that were I think in like the ninety yeah. percent on Rotten he, Tomato. He's a good director. He's like a he's like a burst. Like he's like a burst of stuff and then nothing, and then a burst and then nothing. So um, if he wants to come and direct a future DC film and you know keep his you know um, keep that I guess rapport built with these people, that's fine. Ben Affleck can can do directing. He's proven success before. So I I think this is fine news if they they get him on something. So yeah, I'm I'm curious if any um if anything has been adjusted at all story wise to Blue Beetle, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you could probably keep most of the the story in and of itself the same, but I wonder if like the post credit scene for that yeah. movie has just changed and shuffled so many different times of oh yeah. where do we want to connect it? Yeah, absolutely, and and that's the beauty of that film, right? Like. And that's how most of these movies should be. The whole film shouldn't be based around what like other things, right? Beforehand, like I'm, I hope that it's an original story. And if they need to redo a post credit scene, even better, go for it. I think that's that's an easy fix. They can get on an afternoon. Um, 
but we don't have much on i don't think we have much on blue beetle in here no yeah nothing at all let's jump into another color uh group then black adam uh this is the rocks pet project who is now confirmed will not be a part of the dcu's first chapter of storytelling from the rock himself on, on instagram uh, after he he would you say it was, it was chest puffing for like two weeks about how oh, his movie God. made a profit and it was just really <laughs> embarrassing uh and then his post was like i just got off the phone with james gunn or whatever and you know the black guy was not in here uh kind of thing so pretty much no matter what he did uh he did not get um a black adam to greenlit for at least the first couple movies Man, I feel like the the Rock has gotten so big. His uh, his PR and publicists like feel afraid to tell him what to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, the advice is always just don't tweet, don't tweet. Just keep it to yourself. Move along. Like you're a big actor. There's gonna be plenty of roles and projects that are always gonna come to you. Like the fact that he put himself on the line for this film, ugh, ugh. Uh, I'm not surprised that they're not including. Well, also like time-wise too, right? You know, who knows when this phase mm-hmm. one is going to be really start to kick off? But like, it seems like a little too close to well, fit Black Adam in there anyway. It, well, even then, um, the the best one of the most talked about scenes of Black Adam is Henry Cavill coming in as Superman, and boy, do we have some news for that in a little bit. Uh, so, you know, it, it just doesn't make any sense. I say the other thing, and I keep seeing this, and I had to look it up here while just to confirm it again, um, that uh, uh, The Rock has a clause in his contracts where he can't technically lose fights um, in, in any of his movies. Like, he he can't be beaten. Like, he can end in a draw or somebody can get away, but he can't lose. And how does that make... like? I, Watching Black Adam, did he ever lose at all any of those fights? Like, no, right? Like, he literally, it was either a draw or something interrupted them. So, like, I mean, like you, you, you're you're shackled there with just yeah. like your narrative and your storytelling. Uh, this is this example's at the forefront of my head just because we just started watching uh, Wednesday on Netflix, the Adams mm-hmm. Family uh, yeah. show, and in the first episode, Wednesday Adam like loses a fencing fight, right? And she's like, they introduce you to her as like the audience's favorite character you want her to win right but she loses the fencing fight to the mean popular girl at her new school and it's like that needs to happen because you need her to come back and win and build herself up so that's more satisfying like i was not satisfied watching black adam beat anybody in that movie well well, um so it all started with vin diesel he has that clause in like his uh fast and furious movies right like Mm. apparently how many he can only take so many punches in a scene um, but apparently the rock and Jason Statham took the same deal and that's why Hobbs and Shaw, like they don't, nobody wins and loses in that movie Man. because they both <laughs> are just like, yeah, we can't, we both can't lose. So we're at a draw here. Whoever the was movie. the first person to come up with this ruined it for everybody. Right. Yeah. It's like those, uh, it's like those writers that, um, uh, bands have and like their dre- in their green rooms, right. At concerts. Yeah. It's like the same theater. It's like, Oh, we can do that. We can tell them I don't want to lose a fight. No, let's put yeah. that in there. It's like, uh, no, let's mm, not. Yeah. yeah, I've actually got the Wikipedia article for character arc pulled up here. I'm going to start emailing <laughs> oh, it to everybody. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah, can you email that to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to email it to everybody uh, I talk to going forward. But um, yes, anyway, Black Adam could be around uh, later. Um, or, you know, at, honestly, they should do a Shazam 3 with him as the villain, right? Like, honestly, he's a Shazam character. Like, just get over yourself and do it rock like this is what everybody wants and sees so he could be around but there's no black adam 2 in the foreseeable 
future. Moving on, Batman, the Batman movie, right? Uh, one of the one of, people I think voted that as one of the better movies of last year, uh, 2023. If you remember, that even came out. Um, Matt Reeves uh, and Robert Pattinson's this version of the Batman will not be the centerpiece for DC and will remain in a separate universe and get more films and, and like again the Penguin TV show in that universe, not relating back to Gunn and Saffron's DC universe. Um, does this mean that they're bringing a Batman into that universe? No, they could definitely do stuff without Batman, um, but they're not going to be pulling this, this dude in here. And I've also included a link to a tweet where James Gunn was just on, he was on tweet spree the other day. Like, <laughs> and someone asked, uh, is Batman going to be a part of the DCU going forward? And they say he's a big part of the DCU. That doesn't mean he's movie one, but there is an opportunity uh, for them to introduce another one. Along the yeah. Way. I mean, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a tough needle to thread, right? You know, you inherit this, uh, this, uh, slot of movie characters, right? And then all of a sudden one of them's already been started and the movie's good, mm-hmm. and, but it's in a totally different universe from what you want to do. I mean, like, I can't imagine like, you know, James Gunn writing one of these movies and trying to fit it into Matt Reeves's world. I mean, yeah. like, 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 how are you supposed to joke in that gloomy of a yeah. world? Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how that gets fit. It just seems weird. Like you want, like I've said before, you want the multiplier, you want the synergy of all these characters existing in the same world to bring in those box mm-hmm. office dollars. And it's like, you know, Batman can always make money because he's Batman, right? Yep. But we're not we're not looking for you know Batman box office money anymore. All studios want gigantic box office returns, and you got to yeah. do that by well, throwing Batman in there with Superman at some point in time. Well, and and the other movie that's not part of this that we already know is the Joker, right? Literally, only Batman is not a part of the DCU that we know of. Um, Batman and the Joker, so. Um, it's very interesting that they're also not together at the same time, right? They live in two mm-hmm. separate universes. So um, don't know how they're going to figure that one out, but, you know, uh, apparently the producers had a pretty good clause in their contract to keep those movies going along the way. But you bring up a good point, Superman. Uh, Superman, probably the... I would. I don't think Superman's a quintessential hero. Like, we've not had, a, like, Superman movies. We've all, like, been, oh, my God, you've got to watch in the past 20 years, but like, you know, everyone knows who Superman is. He had really good ones mm-hmm. with Christopher Reeve. You know, you can like Man of Steel. It's totally fine. Um, but, you know, I, I think Batman v Superman's just in Justice League aren't really Superman movies at the end of the day. However, James Gunn himself has been and is writing the new Superman movie for DC and Warner Brothers. So he is writing it himself, and uh, he has set this in the earlier days of Superman's tenure. So this is not an origin movie, but it's not quite the older Superman we were getting in the Snyderverse either, right? Like that yeah. one who's, who's already done his doomsday fight. He's already dead men brought back to life. Yeah, so. it sounds like maybe you kind of uh, slot Superman into a similar time as the Matt Reeves Batman, right? Not same universe, right? right. But yeah, like a year that? two. Like a Batman, year, yeah, 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 like a year or two. So we could see... We could see that he doesn't quite have his uh, fortress of solitude fully mm. decorated, right? Uh, like 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 a, he, like a later Smallville season, like a Smallville like nine or ten, right? Like he doesn't. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's still learning some of his abilities, but like you know he's, 
you know, we're not we're not watching him do the Jor-El scenes over and over again. Like yeah, maybe seen. he hasn't quite saved the entire world just yet. He's just mm-hmm. saved a, a city like Metropolis a couple of times. And maybe this is his first like world impending issue that he's dealing with in this movie. But yeah, it's it's weird imagining Gunn writing this uh, film, right? Because as we were well, just saying, he's yeah. like very snarky, sarcastic, yeah. even like a very, very adult sense of humor, even when he can sneak those jokes into so, like these PJ-13 superhero I, movies. I, 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 again, I, I've talked about, you know, James, as long as he doesn't inject his, his writing and everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. However, he did, I believe, write Brightburn, um, that the, this evil Superman kid movie that came out a couple oh, of years ago. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. So I feel like he has an affinity for people with Superman powers, right? Like a alien kid with, um, the, so I think, you know, he could, he could probably do something because that movie uh, you know, James Gunn cut his teeth on horror, right? Slither and some other stuff. So I, I think he could he could be okay, but it didn't have a lot of snark in that one either. That was just a dark, dark movie. But um, yeah, he's got. I think he's got some chops for for Superman. However, all this news means, and we have this confirmed. This is not rumor. This is not theory. Henry Cavill will no longer be Superman going forward in the DC universe. Um, so uh, he has effectively lost two jobs in the past two months. Uh, one for uh, being Superman and one for leaving The Witcher after season Ooh. three. So, yeah, and this news brings so many rumors, so much yeah. speculation. And on top of that, I don't, I don't think we have it here in in our sh- in our show notes. The but one I sent you. Uh, I think the the announcement came not far uh, from the Warhammer announcement well, over at Amazon yeah, Prime. Amazon, yeah. So there's the Warhammer 40,000 40, over there. There's not much information about that right now, so I, I, I assume he's going to be a part of it, right? Like he's he's a yeah, self-obsessed he was, person. Yeah, he, he was like an executive producer, but then this all swirls around. You have to get once you try to figure all this out. You know, at some point in time, you have to figure out Henry Cavill yes. as a person, right? You know, because we can all envision and strategically move around our pawns of handsome, muscly clad actors, right? Where should they go? What should they do? Should Hen- Henry Cavill be the century? Uh, he mm-hmm. is rich and successful. He's going to be fine for the rest of his life, right? But so now you got to get down to like the DNA of what Henry Cavill is, and like there's kind of like two swirling reports out there right now. Uh, uh, one of them is that uh, he's apparently addicted to video games. Now, this is all rumor, right? I'm not saying this yeah. is true, but some people are saying he is addicted to games where it's hard to get him out of his trailer. You know, it's really hard to get and, him to, to focus on the project at hand and not him trying to... I don't yeah. know what game he's playing. Is he playing Warhammer? I don't know. Right. I, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, well, and, and, uh, well, Warhammer's not really a video game. Um, I think he'd be doing the tabletop. But, like, the other, you know, to that, like, the gamer bro culture is what they're also, like, painting. Yeah. Like, as he, as he as you become addicted, you become the person who, like, you know, who... You you've seen streamers who play games all day like that they're 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 kind of toxic right I would use yeah. what's his name Doctor Disrespect as like an example of like how I think <laughs> gamer bros are, um, in that like we love video games right like I, but I'm not I'm not straight addicted so like yeah is is this rumor uh, that he is a, a dude bro gamer um, and causing problems on set true. I don't know. Yeah, and that yeah, and that was the uh, that was the other descriptor that he's just he's just not great to work with, 
And a lot of this could come too with his like fame and success, right? We just talked about how these these big dude bro actors, they get famous enough and successful enough that they can say, I don't want to lose in a fight. I'm going to put that in my contract because you because they want me in my movie and they'll say they'll do whatever I say. Maybe this is the same thing that's happened to Henry over the years. He's gotten more and more famous, more and more successful. The- you know, he shows up on set of The Witcher, you know, with this theoretically toxic you know, uh, this toxic personality and he's running into all of these other people. So I, I, there could have been a lot of like, there could have been a lot of PR mitigation with that announcement that he's leaving the Witcher. Right. Right. Just like maybe they wanted him to go, but they can't just fire him because you're tanking the whole series. The way, the only reason that makes me think there's trouble behind the scenes is because they're not canceling the series. Right. Like obviously they're recasting him with, um, uh, Liam Hemsworth. Uh, well, uh, yeah. So, like, the show's doing fine, apparently, for Netflix to continue to, to, to support it. So, you know, if, if he was leaving to be Superman, well, that's not true. The contracts were never signed. He, he didn't go to back to be Superman under, like, the notion that, yeah, he's going to be Superman. Um, and, and that was work. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe. And honestly, I'm... Yeah, I don't know that, what to do with him. <laughs> and, and it kind of comes back around, too, to the Warhammer announcement, too, right? You know, that's one, like, strategic thing in Hollywood that you always got to do. You always got to have your next project ready to go, you know, before your next movie comes out. Because who knows if it's bad or not. You got to ride off of that previous success before things take a downturn. So this could have been strategic on his point of view of, like, hey, everyone on the Internet says I just got fired twice. Like, yeah. uh, I can't have that out there. We need to announce this Warhammer thing now. You know, hence the announcement not coming with anything, right? No, like, concept art, no anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't even know Warhammer was owned by anybody. Yeah. So we'll see where that yeah. goes. But I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I've never met the man, so how can I judge him, yeah. right? And I would say he he is kind of – he's following the rules that I set out for The Rock, right? You know? Don't tweet, keep it cordial, which is all only thing he's done. Even when he announced that he wasn't going to be Superman anymore, it was very cordial. Yep. You know, he, he said he had like a sit down with a gun and saffron and things were very amicable. Right. So it yeah. seems like he's doing just fine and he's okay with everything that's happening. But, um, yeah, yeah I, it's not like I'm hearing good reports, you know, yeah. nobody's saying like, oh, he's a, he's a pleasure to have on set and we can't, you know, yeah. we're sad yeah. to see him go. <laughs> yeah. And so the other part of that is, you know, it, and I hate to say it, you know, he, he may have been a, a lovely person at some point, but when you have enough toxic Snyderverse fans building you up, like, <laughs> like, do you, do you eventually just succumb to that crowd? Like, right. That the, the people who are like. We only have one Superman in Henry Cavill, and we're not going to rest until he's in Zack Snyder's Justice League again. Like we want to redo the whole movie for him, and so like do those do those fans like do you succumb to that those people eventually, right? Like to, who, who keep building you up into something you may, you may or may not be at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, and also I just want <laughs> overall I want creatives to be at the wheel. When mm-hmm. it comes to making the things that I love, right? You know, I'm not saying actors can't be creative, right? You know, Michael B. Jordan is directing the next uh, Creed movie, right? So th- I think that's I think that's fine, and I think that's great to to step into that seat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want Henry Cavill and his aura and his mystique to be like driving, you know, the next Superman movie, or you know, even him being like fan casted as the Sentry, like. 
I don't want him. To, I'm I, honestly, I'm going to be mean here. I'm yeah. sick of looking at his face. <laughs> like Ooh. I'm just like sick of hearing. There's nothing wrong with the face. It's a beautiful face. I'm just like sick of hearing about Henry Cavill. Right? You know, he's he's talked up so much. The last time I saw something him him in a movie that I liked was that Mission Impossible movie where he's yeah. cocking his his arms because it's awesome. Oh, yeah. And then I stopped watching The Witcher in season two because I just, you know, I just wasn't that into it anymore. So it's just like, uh, I hope things just move on great for everybody and maybe we won't have to talk about him for a little while. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Again, I I, I hate, um, you know, we we talk about beating the dead horse, right, Uh, over and over again. Um, But it sounds like, you know, into this year, into 2023, we will have a new DC to talk about. uh, Well, only the three lingering movies, um, Shazam. The Flash and Aquaman uh, are, are still out here. The other last bit of Superman news, Mike, is uh, Tanahashi Coates' Superman film is still in development. Uh, now, it may not be Superman. They may call it something else, but he has been writing the Superman movie for a while, uh, and uh, he they are still moving forward with it in produ- for, for you know, I guess, pre-production purposes. So, um, he... Uh, as a as a as a writer, he has written Black Panther and Captain America books before. Um, so yeah, was was this the one that was like rumored uh, to bring up Michael B. Jordan again yeah. that he could possibly be a, 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 like a variant of Superman? It, it could be. Yeah, there's like the alternate universe, whatever. But like no one, no one really knows what this one's about outside of whoever's making it. Uh, in yeah, there, so. it was kind of a I guess greenlit in a world where they were like. What are we going to do with this uh, DC universe? Anything. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever makes money. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, his is still working. So we'll we'll see what that comes out. It may not be called Superman. Maybe, you know, something else. Uh, bad example, but like Steel, right? Steel was a Superman movie, but, you know, it wasn't about Superman. Uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Um, I should have put this up there. The Rock passed on a cameo in this film when, when they asked him to do a cameo in this. And that just goes to show you... Dumb decision. If I were, yeah. I think we talked about it. Maybe if I were you, him, and and I would be putting myself in every DC movie possible so they can't take me out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I hate. I, I hate that he acts like so. Like he's so personally connected to the character and the story, and you know he he loves this comic book and he can't wait to bring it to the screen, but. When the most logical thing to do with the character comes up, he's like, no, I don't play second fiddle to Zachary Levi. It's like, yeah. come on, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, if you want to connect in universe and you want to eventually fight Superman, you're going to have to go through everybody else to get there. Uh, you don't just mm-hmm. go straight to the top. So um, really, really, um, again, bad decision. I'd, I'd be putting myself in every movie I could, even if, <laughs> if I didn't want to. That way, when they were like, hey you know uh we're moving forward but you know you were in shazam and we're gonna keep shazam do you want to keep going like yes put me let's do it let's go but oof. all right so let's 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 open up a little bit here about the wonder woman 3 and patty jenkins departure apparently uh, everything we've reported on about her being a trouble and awful uh you know you know sending character arc stopping her or you know drawing a line in the sand not doing anything apparently false and fabricated by whatever reports were going on here um, she has officially, three weeks ago, released a statement saying uh, about the inaccuracies of uh, the reports going on about her leaving Wonder Woman. Apparently, DC uh, did not want to... Um, there's nothing she could do to move Wonder Woman 3 forward because DC, Warner Brothers, were going through a bunch of changes that are difficult. Um, and, you know, I don't think... 
I don't think she really threw anybody under the bus here, right? I think, again, we talked about a very cordial document, just kind of clear her name a little bit. Um, and then James Gunn uh, commented that she can attest that all of uh, Peter Saffron's and his personal interactions were pleasant and professional. So um, either, I don't know if this is like a PR statement to prevent libel or um, slash slander, or if it's really true and people like reports were just out for blood to get clicks, you know, in the last couple of months of the year. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. The only thing we can go off of is what we know and that is what is put on screen. Yes. And that is the first Wonder Woman good, second Wonder Woman bad. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that and, feeds into it too, right? Like anything that yeah. kind of like amplifies your opinion on the previous movie, you know, you start to believe in like, well, well, I don't like her because I don't like the way she made that other Wonder Woman movie. So uh, I mean, so if you just look at what you can see, I'm not exactly sad to see that she's not going to be sticking around for a third one. And also it seems like there might not be a character to stick around for anyway, depending yeah. seeing on how this new universe is kind of being shifted and, and moved around. Yeah. Uh, you know, if someone's going to go back and they're going to make like a YouTube retrospective, right. As soon as like the, the nail in the coffin is officially done. Right. Right, as soon as like I see the thumbnail of, with like the like a tombstone and the year on it and everything. Yeah, like we, we gotta uh, we gotta get um we gotta get Ezra Miller out of the universe mm-hmm. officially. You know, Jason Momoa's gotta move on to play a different character like's been reported. As soon as all of, you know, the nails are nailed down, there'll be that whole retrospective where somebody looks back at the whole kind of like culture around um Zack yeah, Snyder. Snyderverse, the, yeah. Yeah, and the, the toxicity and the fandom, so I'll look. I'll look out for that one. <laughs> well, well I, I think the biggest thing here is, you know, again, um, there's no mudslinging. There's no name calling. There's no finger pointing here, right? Like she's just saying, you know, it didn't happen. It's probably not going to happen. Perfect. That's what we need. To, that's what we want to know, right? Is it going to happen? And who's going to direct it? Um, and the other thing here is that um, literally, they um, kind of a, a, I guess a, a, a notch for Disney slash Star Wars is that they were like, hey. We will literally move Rogue Squadron so you can do Wonder Woman 3. Like, you know what? Do your movie that you want to do and get that done. If, if it, When you're done with it, come back to Rogue Squadron and we will do Rogue Squadron. And it's, she says in this that it's still in production. So um, despite us saying they killed the movie and we didn't know what was going to happen with it because of Patty Jenkins' behavior with Wonder Woman 3, this seems to go and confirm that, no, that's not really the case. It's just on hold until somebody can get in there and work on it. Now, will it be Patty Jenkins again? I don't know. But um, I do believe we will get probably Rogue Squadron down the road, Mike. Whether yes, you know, two yeah. or three years. Uh, I I think the 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 biggest <laughs> lesson from all of this is never discount the social component of mm-hmm. Hollywood. Right, there is always feelings and relationships that need yeah. to be preserved it, in yeah. some way, and I feel like we're seeing all combinations of that in the news yeah. on this week's episode. It, uh, people trying to preserve their image, preserving their connections, their films. Well, and what, also, a, what, a, what a way to, to close out 2022. Yeah, and also, again, um, it, it just seems to be the, you know, the online websites that report this, not necessarily the Hollywood Reporter deadline, but, like, you know, the people who are giving this information may have been right before, but they can easily give negative, you know, ideas out there pretty quickly. So that's what we're here, to report the facts and, and give you guys that with some colorful commentary along the way. Um, fun fact, I didn't know this on our next topic, the Flash movie, Mike. Warner Brothers will debut its first trailer during the Super Bowl, which is about a month away, by the way. Super Bowl, 
So everybody get ready. Buy your dips, buy your chips, buy your little wieners. Uh, get them ready for that. But this is the first Warner Brothers trailer in 17 years during the Super Bowl. Whoa. I, I did not know that. That that part like shook me when I read that. I'm like, is this true? Um, to think that they've not had anything in the Super Bowl for 17 years. That's that's surprising. Maybe, uh, I guess for a while, maybe they just weren't seeing the, you know, the return. <laughs> but uh, maybe this is a good sign that they got something good to show. Yeah. Um, so um, it, it, that and also, right, like, uh, when um, I've got the upcoming release here. You hear me clicking around on it. Shazam is in March. So, like, I'm really surprised, you know, will they do... Because they're doing one for the first time in 17 years, will they go all in and do a Shazam, a Flash, and an Aquaman trailer for this? <laughs> I only laugh because the last time they did that, they had to like recall the trailer. Didn't that happen? It was earlier last year or maybe the year before they had this whole like the day after, reel that, yeah. yeah that was yeah that was gonna like roll um before i think the batman matt reeves movie it, that was this like, year yeah yeah, yeah. Like, no kill it <laughs> well it, it it still showed before the movie in the theaters like, like mm-hmm. even they were like oh none of, the, none of these dates are real anymore um but you know if they're going you know that's that would be that'd be interesting but 17 years i was trying to pull up when the uh, last what last uh, trailer they ran there, but I, I couldn't I couldn't find it myself. But that I think that's that's awesome for them. Good good job, Flash. Um, real quick, just a reiteration: of Star Wars Rogue One. It's not canceled. Just uh, Patty Jenkins asked, or Disney said they would complete it after Wonder Woman three. Wonder Woman three is apparently not in the cards. Not until we see James Gunn's new slate, right, of of, of upcoming movies. But Patty Jenkins is still on the project, so um, good for them. I also think, if I'm gonna be honest, Mike, can, can I, I? Did you watch Top Gun Maverick yet? Oh, that's on my that's on my list of shame uh, for this year. It's the this like the biggest best reviewed movie of the year that I haven't seen. Okay, uh, I feel with the success of that, that's gonna push this back to the forefront um, because they did that whole like airplane thing with Patty Jenkins. Remember that special oh, promo they did? I see what you're saying. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, we got people love airplane flying pilot movies. Let's let's work on that a little more. So around the corner the sandman has uh netflix is considering removing the binge model for season two and future installments of the show um it was recently renewed for season two after a huge delay right several months before they announced it uh but they want to release it in batches like stranger things which we talked about at the top of the show i I am i love i have so much turned around from my idea of these uh binge models i love the week by week i need constant reminders that something still exists right so if there's like an eight episode thing and then i just get like eight weeks in a row of reminding me that it's there um i i need that (laughs) so i don't know if they're going to necessarily do that with sandman or if it'll just be in two chunks like you said with stranger things yeah i think it'll be multiple chunks but right like if you want to keep in the zeitgeist and get residual numbers right like i know a lot of people didn't tune into wednesday when it came out but like people are now like my wife just watched Wednesday last week, like right, binge watched it because her sister recommended it, but her sister didn't watch it when it dropped. Like it was like a slow, like people building up to watching Wednesday. So um, I, I think that's fantastic for, for them in Netflix to, to do something like that. Spider-Man in the MCU. Uh, this is down here in, in, in my other Sony section of the show. 
Uh, there look like they might not do a summer release for Spider-Man, but do a winter of 2024 slash 2025, so like a December, uh, for this movie, simply because the massive numbers of No Way Home. I think this is a bad lesson to learn. Uh, the movie was had a lot to it. I don't think it was huge because it was December. I think it was a good movie uh, with everything people wanted to see. But, you know, Spider-Man in December, Mike, any complaints there? Uh, well, if this is... 20 well when's the i'm just keep thinking when's the next avatar movie, they, they, right <laughs> well avatar um is currently does not have a release date um for for the third one um, yeah that's one thing you got to look out for but since it is a i know it's a sony movie but it's you know partnered. disney's very heavily yeah. connected into this so they don't yeah. want that to come out yeah. and uh cannibalize the box office so yeah. like we said before uh i don't look at a release date until we're six months away yeah. from it so. they've not even like announced this yet but you know again a um a winter release for spider-man i, I didn't it didn't throw me off that it wasn't in may or july right to watch the last mm-hmm. one so it's fine with me down the road the hypno hustler boy i bet you know this character if i told you hey look at the <laughs> hypno hustler uh, this is um, Donald Glover is to star in Sony's Spider-Man universe movie based on this comic character, the Hypno Hustler. Oh I'm my God! To, I am going to start um, a uh, boutique consulting company for Hollywood, where I strictly just break the news to actors that unfortunately you just signed a deal with lesser Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to look out for that in association with, uh, in quotations, anywhere on your contract. If that's in there, you have signed on to something that nobody cares about. The Hypno yeah. Hustler will not be in Secret Wars. <clears throat> you will not see him in the background. You are unfortunately now Morbius adjacent. Uh, I hate yeah. to break this to you, uh, but I he, hope you got a lot of money out of it. Donald Glover, he is like he's reaching like auteur status, right? Like he so, is uh, multi-talented. Yeah. Like why, why so, did you sign two, on to this, buddy? <laughs> two things: he's already in the Spider-Man universe, right? He mm-hmm. was um, webbed to a car trunk in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. However, do you think he's only doing this because he has, like, maybe he's like, I'm going to write it, I'm going to do this movie, and it's going to be goofy or whatever. He's, it's going to be what I want it to be, and I'm not going to listen to this. So, like, sure, you can set your universe, but I'm doing what I want to do kind of thing, right? Like, mm. he has that pull, I believe. Like, he's not just looking for a contract to get into a movie. Yeah, I don't know. This almost just seems like they're not produced. They, no one cares about producing a movie. They're just it's just Sony doing what they do best, which is just producing headlines about movies, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I I would not be shocked if this doesn't go anywhere, it, right? This just could be like Donald just coming into like you know his uh, yearly like meet, development meeting of just like oh what do you want to do? It's like oh you, you want to do a superhero movie? Yeah, that might be cool. Like okay, here's a list of characters. Oh yeah, that, yeah let's I'll, yeah let's let's so, do that. And then he, the, then he walks out of the office and all of a sudden there's headlines out there well the other thing is i think he would do this because i'm gonna i'm gonna read you what the hypno hustler can do mike are you ready for this from wikipedia itself the hypno hustler can perform hypnosis with the aid of his guitar and when teamed with his backup band the mercy killers he they can perform mass hypnosis oh my gosh i feel like this is something he would do i feel like this is something he would just lean into and be like i'm gonna do it my way Rather than, like, I don't think Sony, I don't, again, he doesn't need anything, right? He's coming off Atlanta, 
you know, uh, that show's wrapping up. He's he's won tons of awards. He's a musician. He does whatever he wants. I, I feel like he's like, let's have some. I want a fun project. Let me let me do a seems, fun project. This is, just seems like a like a random villain from like the '90s, like Spider-Man cartoon. But you know, it's like one of those episodes where it's like, well, the real the real drama in this episode is just Peter and like Mary Jane. They're having a fight, and the yeah. hypno hustler is just stopping him from being able to go out there and buy a present for Mary Jane. Like it's like the side villain like that doesn't even matter that the villains there they just needed mm-hmm. something to put in there so yeah yeah he, yeah, he was okay. also created in the 70s so that totally lines up with you know being a musician and a, and a spider-man villain that they really needed so yeah hit no hustler we'll tell you know more about that uh last bit of spider-man news is spider-man 2 the video game has been updated to a uh, release window for fall of 2023 on playstation 5 oh that's awesome Yes. Uh, speaking of movie release dates, I'm even more in a fog when it comes to video game release deeds, dates. I just wait until I can literally buy it. Like I try mm-hmm. not to hype myself up about it at all. Yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll make sure to hype you up about this one. This is one of the few reasons I own a PlayStation uh, for Spider-Man mm-hmm. games. So I'm very excited for them to do fall. Of course, it's going to be fall because when they can get more consoles with the Spider-Man logo on it and sell them for holidays next year. So uh, we'll keep you guys posted as more of that comes out. Also in the uh, Sony slash, you know, video game world, God of War, the TV series was officially picked up by Amazon. Oh. Uh, And it is confirmed that it will be based on the 2018 video game series instead of the original game. So the bearded Kratos in the Norse mythology. That that makes the most sense. You do the kind of father-son story Mm -hmm. angle. Yeah, he's a lot. uh, The other one's just a button masher, like action game, Mm -hmm. right? This one's. This one's very story-driven. Very, very good. Uh, also, it'll be written by Mark Fergus and Hawk Ospie, uh, who have worked on Iron Man and Children of Men uh, with uh, Rafe Judkins' uh, Wheel of Time. I believe maybe directing. I think I left off a word there. So, um, seems to be okay, right? I mean, you're excited about Last of Us dropping, I believe it's this month? Mid-January? Yeah, I think, I think we're like two weeks away. Yeah, yeah. If that's on HBO, it'll be off the service by the time it comes out, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking things off there all the time. So that's coming. Uh, excited to watch that. Uh, this this bit I put on here, I didn't think I was going to include it on here, Mike, but I know your hype for this movie is through the roof. Uh, and that's for the movie 65. Yeah. Uh, so there's this dude flying through space, transporting people between planets. He's hit by an asteroid, lands on a, an unknown planet, and has to deal with the horrible creatures there while trying to save a child that he was able to recover. Yeah. My, my favorite, my favorite part of this though, is like the trailer reveal. Like it, yeah, it, it, it could be a fun world if you could imagine watching this movie not knowing the premise. But I think it's just so fun it the way they you. cut yeah. the trailer, yeah, where it's just like there's something in the bush. There's something in the bush. It's about to go out and grab him. It's gonna kill him. There's an alien hunting them, and he even says like alien, like in yep. his like star date log or whatever. Yep. Then it cuts to. 65 and i was like okay yeah no i know that's the title i i clicked on the youtube link i know it's 65 yeah. now why is it titled and then like oh, yeah. million years ago i'm like wait what he's on earth he's the alien yeah and he's back in time and there's it, it, dinosaurs it, it, there is he time it's... traveling is this a different <laughs> world like you know does this set up human civilization does he does he bring the asteroid to earth to earth that kills the dinosaurs at the end of the oh movie? i didn't even think about that yeah. yeah maybe when he's like trying to escape the atmosphere he's yeah. like there's he's like hey what's that when i'm you know just trying yeah. to leave well, the best part about this though is that i'm just glad that somebody else is taking a stab at dinosaurs oh right? yeah you know it's either 
Jurassic Park or it's some like Discovery Channel like you, you know faux oh, documentary. How, how dare you forget the Velocipaster? Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, you're right. Like, and this looks like you know good dinosaur design, right? Like it looks good for the trailer. Uh, it's also Ad- stars Adam Driver. We didn't we didn't say that. It stars Adam Driver from Star Wars fame. So uh, also uh, this is from the Quiet Place, the the writers of the Quiet Place, and produced by Sam Raimi. So this is a this is a hell of a team up here. Yeah. Uh, for, for the for the crew, and it comes out I believe in March. So it's right around the corner. Trailer link is in our show notes. So very very uh, that, that's going to be one I want to go to the theaters for. That's a popcorn movie weekend, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's yep. a good one. Uh, Alien Romulus. I'm only put this in here. Uh, Hulu is also now doing an alien movie from uh, Fede Alvarez, who did the most recent Evil Dead, uh, under uh, and it's going into production soon. Uh, and I believe this is riding on the success of Prey, which was the Predator franchise movie. So um, I'm actually excited about this. Right, like they did a really good job with Prey, and maybe they can take Alien in a in a good way. Yeah, this is interesting because there's supposed to be an Apple TV series from Ridley Scott about the alien universe so i wonder what's i wonder what's going on here you know i I can't imagine that they would connect in any way since they're two totally different streaming services and companies but the um i mean the original movies were all fox so i I could totally totally see them being like yeah they're all in the same same place we're just putting them in different places yeah Um, i mean yeah prey prey was great i don't are they going to do like a similar thing of you know well, I'm going see- back in time. I'm not seeing the one on Apple TV. There was the one from FX from Noah Hawley. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was FX for some. Oh no, yeah. I think does Ridley Scott have something different that's on Apple Plus that's not Alien connected? Um, I don't know. There's yeah. supposed to be some sort of streaming series yeah. with a xenomorph in it at some point in time. Nice. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I mean, if, again, really like Prey. I think that was a sleeper hit movie of 2023, right? Or 2022? I think one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be fantastic uh, for this uh, to, to come out and do an alien one in the same, not necessarily historical, but, you know, for, for a streaming service. So mm-hmm. we'll keep you guys posted on that. Uh, lastly, we are at the end of our show. And at the end of our show, we're going to talk about a movie we've been talking about for years and years and years. And this Avatar, The Waterbenders. I mean, The Way of Water. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh-huh. usually we're uh, we're teasing our review spoiler cast at the top of the episode, but we're going to be recording our full spoiler cast review for Avatar The Way of Water uh, tomorrow. So you'll have to keep a lookout for that in your feeds. We'll be separating these uh, because this was, this was a big episode in and of itself. We're catching up on like two weeks of news, wrapping up a year. Yep. So uh, don't be worried if you haven't seen Avatar just yet. If you haven't, going to give you... you're like one of like 10 <laughs> people based on the box office numbers. Uh... Yes, we are going to give you just our spoiler-free thoughts here at the end of the show. And then stay subscribed and you'll see the yeah. spoiler cast coming. But this is exciting, Chris, yes. because I, ha- I, don't, I have no idea what your opinion on Avatar The Way of Water is. <laughs> uh, now, I do know what your opinion on the first movie is because yeah. I asked you the other day. So, uh, Chris, the, yeah. lay it on me. What did you think of Way of Water? So, I saw this um, the Sunday after it came out. So, what was that? December 18th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was before Disney. Uh, and uh, so, I've, I've been sitting on this for a long time. Like, several mm-hmm. weeks here. And you just saw it, what, yesterday? Um, you're fre- uh, yes, <laughs> you're fresh. You're fresh. So I, I'm a little, I'm a little more stale. You're fresh. Uh, it's fine. I, I mean, like, I, <laughs> like I, I have no strong opinions about this movie. Uh, either way, um, I will say a couple things. 
the uh, the the intro to this movie, obviously spoiler free. The first half hour is really weird, like how it tries to catch everybody up with everything that we've missed in nine years and however many years are on this planet. Didn't really care for that. Um, a lot of characters, you know, didn't really have a lot of arcs, but it's a beautiful movie. Like you have to experience this in theaters. Like, I feel like there's no other way. Like if I'd watched this at home and said, I've been disappointed in myself. Like I loved watching this in theaters and going and just watching it. But like at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I just don't, I just don't care about these characters, these people, but not a single time, not a single instance throughout this whole movie. Did I sit and think to myself, none of this on the screen is real because like what, there's only like one human, like there's several humans, but like majority, there's like one human the entire time, and most of them are Navi, like, mm-hmm. Avatar people, right? But, like, the whole time, I'm like, never did I think, oh, this is fake, or that looks fake. Like, the graphics, the visual fidelity, it is just phenomenal uh, throughout the whole experience. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'm not invested yet. Like, this was better, I think better than the first one, for me, at least. But I'm just not invested yet. But I, I feel, you know, the way the story can go, and as they're, like, ramping these up more now, right? We know three, he's got four and five in the works. I feel I could become more invested, but, like, right now I'm just like, let's get let's get going. Let's, let's move a little faster into some of this stuff. Um, but, yeah, overall I'm just kind of, like, right down the middle um, after, you know, a couple of weeks of sitting on this, Mike. And I, 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 I'm, I'm excited to hear what you say about this. Yeah, I had the opportunity to see the movie because I knew this was a, 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 a not a once in a lifetime, but this is like a rare occurrence, right? Where everybody out there in the world is saying, you got to see this in 3D. If you can go see it in IMAX, you got to go all out for this one. I'm like, okay, 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 fine. I, I'm not going to do this like three times a year like they do with Marvel releases, but we mm. get a Avatar every once in a blue moon or eclipse or whatever you want to say. Right now. So I did it. Uh, I went to the, the three. 3D IMAX screen at Universal Studios CityWalk. It's one of the premier IMAX screens here in Los Angeles. So I, I'm, I was pretty positive I was seeing it as the filmmaker intended. This is probably exactly the room that James Cameron is in when he's like, you know, final, you know, checking the, the movie. So I, I saw it as it was intended. And I can say visually this movie is like absolutely flawless. I mean, yeah. I was so engrossed and immersed with this giant like four by three screen in front of me with my 3d glasses on this movie is over three hours long. And uh, like the, o- the only way I could feel time passing was my bladder was getting fuller yes. and fuller. And I had to sneak out to use the bathroom, which is very hard to do in an IMAX screen. Like those, they, Pack those rolls so close together. I felt like yeah. everyone wanted to murder me trying to get out so I could use that's, the bathroom. Those are some steep stairs too, right? Oh that's, my that's gosh, the, the tallest. Yeah. that's the tallest. We gotta us as a society must find a way to fix these IMAX screens. I don't yeah. know how we're going okay. to do it. So, so before I forget, <laughs> did your theater? Because I didn't watch. I had no 3D and I had no mm. IMAX. But I could tell the variable frame rate yes. very actively. This like it, that's it, it whole, swapped back and forth. So I just want to make sure you got that thing. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a big component of how we do a spoiler cast yeah. review for this movie. We're gonna have to split it 
in half of just yeah. like visuals and technology and then story yeah. uh because yeah the variable frame rate it, it jarring at first but i'm still not sure how i feel about it so maybe we'll talk about yeah, it yeah, a little yeah. bit more tomorrow oh, yeah, perfect yeah, i just want to make sure you got that too because like but because i'm sitting there, i'm like am i is it just because i'm not in the 3d am or? i going crazy my yeah. wife was right next to me and she is she gets very motion sickness like she's yeah. got to sit in the front seat of a car no boats for us over here but there's yeah. a scene in the movie where where there is like kind of a, a, a very short kind of like zero gravity scene yeah. and I could visibly see her next to me kind of like holding onto my shoulder like trying not to uh, get queasy so yeah fully immersed and I honestly I told myself if I walked out of this movie theater at the end of the movie and I saw Jake Sully the, like the 10 foot avatar blue skin creature outside like in a t-shirt I would believe it like uh-huh. him as like an actor right like yeah. uh, I, I believe these creatures are real which I think is a very impressive magic trick and it kind of makes me think a little bit when I would talk about you know, going into a Star Wars movie, right? We know things are always going to go well when it comes to the music and the visuals. It's just yeah. a coin flip if we're going to like the story or not. And yep. I feel like James Cameron kind of like hacked that formula in my head of just yep. like, oh, if you want to, if you want to see an awesome looking movie, I'm going to give you the well, best looking movie your eyes have it's, ever laid their eyes. On. It's what magicians call sleight of hand, Mike. You're too busy yes. looking at the screen to realize what else is going on in the, yeah. the whole movie but overall i thought the story was i thought the story was fine like i don't think it was bad i've seen you know i've seen more generic movies in my time and i would not go as far to say some people who say oh this is just kind of like a generic story some are saying that the the first movie is better i think that i think that i think i think (laughs) this is just different you know this uh, you know to to lean on the 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 story of fast and the furious this this movie is all about family and it resonates every every chance they get to resonate into into the into the theme so uh when i got out of this movie I am like hyped. I'm excited. I want to see more. I can't wait for the next Avatar. I, it seems like box office wise, he's gonna get the other two on top of it. So I'm, you know, for lack of a better term, I'm I'm blue pilled, baby. Yeah. I'm all I'm all in on Avatar. I, w- I want to see more of it. So yeah, stay stay tuned. We're gonna yeah, record we're... a whole spoiler cast. We're gonna talk all about it. Yeah. The visual effects, the characters. Well, we're gonna be well, we're gonna be well rested. It'll be the only show we're recording. You're gonna love it. We're gonna we're gonna go yes. into this because my, my other part of this is like again, I saw it at the AMC theaters on Disney Springs. Literally mm. went to Avatar Land like two days later. So like I was I had my Avatar fill um, within like 48 hours. Like like nobody's business, right? Like I'm in Pandora, standing there and like looking like <laughs> how do they, you know did they plan you know how how well did this parks these original movies compared to the, like plan for this and, and we'll talk about that more but like yeah like it, it's i like it better than the first one but i think that's maybe because um i i feel there's a lot more characters in this one than the first one right and, and you maybe you can back me up since you recently watched the original there's a lot more characters in this and a lot more interactions um, to pay attention yes. to than the first one. So now, if if you're listening to this and you're say, "Oh, I'm gonna go run out and watch this movie now because I want to be prepared for Chris and Mike's spoiler cast for Avatar: The Way of Water," 
I honestly would recommend rewatching the first movie. Um, I know you and also my <laughs> wife watched uh, YouTube recaps to catch up, and yep. I and I and I watched those a, as well to kind of see. But I feel like you do kind of miss some of the emotional nuance in those recaps when it comes to like how full all in like Jake Sully as a character has converted to the Navi from the first movie. Um, mm. You know how rich and organic the planet is, and I rewatched the first movie on my iPhone on a plane and I still and I and yeah. I still had a had a good time. So just however well, you can watch it, I would my, recommend rewatching the first one. My disappointment is we know there's a four K version they put in theaters. They've not made that available to home for home viewing. And I'm like, why won't you just give us the movie so we can watch it? I would gladly watch the original at four K um, rather than like a like a 1080 just so I can watch it again, but I just can't there's, there's I can't find it like at all. Like they haven't released it yet. So I think that's a a, a big miss on their their behalf, but the, anyway. the people want it, Disney. Put it we, out there. We want it. We we have it. Um. Also, uh, I'll just add real quick because we have this movie is at one point four billion dollars uh, internationally. So, um, yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna James Cameron's fine. He's gonna get that third movie. We don't have to worry about him not getting the third movie. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll go with that. But anyway, that's our show, Mike. That's our notes for today. We have been off for three weeks. It is time to go edit this. Get it up. For people to listen to, but if people know what you're up to, what you're doing, where can they find you at? They can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, I'm sure we'll tease it a little bit more next week, but you'll be going and attending yes. CES, a big yes. ele- consumer electronics uh, convention, which I think is really cool. So if people want to catch up with you and maybe yep. follow you. Uh, where yeah, can they find that? You can find me on Instagram, Valden87. I'm going to put up, I got a lot of Disney photos I'm still going through. Uh, I had to give, like, between, like, you know, the photo pass and the, the ones we took. Uh, so we, my wife and I have combined those finally. So I'm going to post some of that up there, especially my lightsaber I built. Very excited to show that off uh, and some other stuff. So I'll put that up there. Uh, also, um, the other thing I was going to say, I didn't bring up, uh, C2E2 is coming up in like three months. So if people want to get their tickets for that and meet me there, we'll be doing that in a couple months. Uh, if people know about the show, get ready for our Avatar Way Water review episode. Where can they find all them goodies at? Oh, all you got to do is visit superheroslate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host our show and to get our awesome show notes. So if you want to see, I mean, we talked about a ton of stuff in this episode. So if you want to see a rundown of everything we covered, uh, we got that in our show notes and our awesome upcoming release calendar to see what you can look forward to this year on the big screen and the little screen. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and get swag at superheroslate.com slash store we love hearing from you reach out what are you most excited about coming in 2023 what was your favorite stuff from 2022 reach out let us know and if you want to be a super fan all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy and we will be here every week folks we just started our ninth year so we're keeping this train rolling that's right we will catch you guys uh tomorrow and next week bye everybody Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe!